Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. We bring you a life-changing fellowship every Saturday at 8 o'clock to 8.30 a.m. on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And now, today's message. Welcome once again to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, Message 2, in this present series, themed God's Eternal Purpose. Our message title today is Man, the Vessel of God's Glory. Man, the Vessel of God's Glory. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive him. Let him do all that you sent him to do in us. And may all the glory return to you. In Jesus' name, amen. In our last message, we discovered from the Bible that God clearly has an eternal purpose. And this purpose is glory. It is first the glory of God, and then it is the glory of the children of God. We learn that man's very goal is this glory of God. That is to say, our destiny is glory. What is glory? Glory is God expressed. God is seen in man. God can be seen in man. Man is a container, a vessel for God's glory, for God to be expressed through him. Let us read a few verses from our Bibles to see this. In Romans chapter 9 and verse 23 to 24, it reads, In order that he might make known the riches of his glory upon vessels of mercy, which he had beforehand prepared unto glory. Verse 24 continues, Even us, whom he has also called, not only from among the Jews, but also from among the Gentiles. God is the one who possesses the riches of glory. Man is the vessel which God has prepared beforehand to pour out his riches into or upon for glory. We have the rich God and we have man, the vessel of mercy. And what do we get? We get glory. The riches of God plus the clay vessels of mercy produce the glory of God. Let us read this wonderful verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, which says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. What a verse. Our God in Christ is a treasure. The treasure the greatest in this universe. And man is an earthen clay vessel. And the result is an excellency of power which shines out the gospel of the glory of Christ and the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What a description. What a language. We are earthen vessels Yes, and we are destined for glory. So what is the central business 
or our main occupation in life? What is our main pursuit? What's the chief matter? What is the unique goal in life? It is to be filled with God to all fullness. Yes, we are here to be filled. And this is our reason for each day we live and breathe. Remember, Luke 12, 23 says, being rich toward God. We must be filled with the riches of our God. When God is imparted into us, this is called life. Life is just God imparted into us. And this is the meaning of eternal life. Eternal life starts you on a relationship with God. Your vessels starts filling up with God. God is imparted into us. He comes into us. And this is eternal life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So eternal life comes into us. John 1.12 says, But as many as received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. And they became born of God. So eternal life is received by us. Eternal life comes into us. The life of God comes into us. Our God comes into us. The Son of God is this life and he comes into us. A person comes into us. God comes into us. And this is where the journey of glory begins. From John 3.16, we learn that we have been called. God calls whosoever will to come and receive his life. In Romans 5.1, it says that we have been justified. And then in Romans 8.30, it says we will be glorified. Have you started this journey? If no, you can begin today. If yes, are you continually being filled with God? And even more, let me ask you, dear friend, have you finished this journey? What a question. Have you finished this journey? It is possible. Yes, in this life. And you and I can finish in this life, on this earth. Yes, our Lord Jesus started his life and purpose on this earth. In Luke 2, 49, he says, I must be about my father's business. In Matthew 16, he continued, he persisted. He said he was on his way to the cross. And yes, he finished. In John 17, 4, he says, I have finished the work that you gave me. In Matthew 26, 39, he said, If it is possible, my father, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. He was bent on finishing his journey. Another example is Paul, a man very much like us. He also went the same pathway. 
this apostle started his journey. In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24 to 27, he says, Do you not know that those who run on a race course all run? But one receives the prize. Run in this way that you may lay hold. He had begun running. And everyone who contends exercises self-control in all things. They then that they may receive a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible one. I therefore run. This is what Paul is saying. In this way. Not as though without a clear aim. I box in this way. Not as though beating the air. But I buffet my body and make it my slave. Lest perhaps having preached to others, I myself may become disapproved. So Paul, we see him, is running. He runs. Let's go on to Philippians 3, 12 to 16. And I'll add verse 17. He continued. Here he says, not that I've already obtained, or I'm already perfected, but I pursue. He keeps running. If even I may lay hold on that for which I also have been laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Then he says, brothers, I do not account of myself to have laid hold, but one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind and stretching forward to the things which are before, I pursue. So Paul is pursuing. Paul keeps running. He started. He's pursuing. Let's Let's, let's go on and read some more. Let us therefore, as many as are full grown, have this mind. And if in anything you are otherwise minded, this also God will reveal to you. Then he says, Nevertheless, whereunto we have attained, by the same rule, let us walk. Now let's read verse 17. And then he says, Be imitators together of me. Paul is calling you to imitate him. He says, brothers, and observe those who thus walk, even as you have us as a pattern. Paul was a model, a pattern of being filled with the life of God, of being filled with God unto glory. What? And he urges us to imitate him. Yes, dear friend, Paul not only continued as we have just read in Philippians 3, Paul actually finished. In 2 Timothy 4, verse 6 to 8, he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Paul started. Paul continued. Paul finished. And he urges us to imitate him, as we read in verse 17. What is the central, what is the core matter in the human life? A human life or a lifetime is a vessel and the opportunity for a man to be filled with the divine life, with all its riches unto fullness. The result then will be glory. Glory will be manifested in him. This is a great secret, which is revealed in the New Testament. Great is the mystery of godliness. That is God-likeness. Men looking like God. 
like God's family persons, God's family people, in the likeness and image of God. This is a very great, very weighty, very important matter, dear friend, that God will be made manifest, made visible in human flesh. That is, people looking like him. Look at the example of Peter. Peter walked with the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter was with the Lord Jesus Christ for three and a half years. A change occurred in him. Even on the night of betrayal, when he was accosted and confronted by a young girl who said to him, Surely you are one of them. Even your speech betrays you. Peter's speech was like the Lord Jesus. He betrayed himself when his, he was trying to deny it. We become like our Lord Jesus. He lives in us. He was with them, but now he lives in us. And he's changing us. Did you know this? The invisible God wants to be seen. He wants to be made visible. Surely, your speech betrays you in spite of your denial. Dear friend, God has chosen to use you, a human being, to make himself visible. He wants to be displayed in this universe, to be exhibited, to be manifested. This is the glory we are talking about, that God will be seen, appreciated, enjoyed, admired, adored, loved, worshipped, and experienced by many others through you and because of you. And he's calling you to come and participate in this purpose and plan. God is the most wonderful person. He's the greatest person in this universe. He awaits to be seen, to be known, to be understood, to be explained and defined. And he wants to do this with you and many others. He started with this plan in our Lord Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. In John chapter 1, verse 14, he goes on to say that, And the Word became flesh. God came in human form. God was expressed in a human being. He was both the Son of God and the Son of Man. He was the prototype, the first copy of this plan of God's glory. He looked like God's picture. Oh, you want to see God? Look at Jesus. He looks like God. Today, God wants more of this picture walking on this earth. And surely in Ghana, and surely in Accra, and surely in your house. And he wants to enlarge this picture and multiply it in many, many sons, including you. Let me read Hebrews 2.10 to you. 
He says that, and now he's leading many sons into glory. And the Lord Jesus has been made the captain of our salvation, and he has been made perfect. And he's leading many sons into glory. Come, 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 come. Come and start. Go on, continue. And press on to finish in your lifetime. The call to glory is now. Not in the future, but now. To let people see Christ in you. Glory is God expressed, manifested in you. It is to look like Jesus Christ, like his disciples, like Peter, like Paul did. It is God made visible, and the word became flesh. And this is the result of his filling you and overflowing from you in your daily life. He will do this with all his characteristics. These are called the fruits of the Spirit. You'll be filled with his love, his joy, his peace, his long-suffering, his kindness, his goodness, his faithfulness, his meekness, his self-control. You'll become an other-centered person. You'll have a lot of love for people and for God. You would have a lot of respect and consideration for others. You will be other-centered. The Gospels are a portrait of this life of glory. This life will help you overcome your temper, your lying tongue, your fears, your anxieties, and depressions. It will make you loving. You will look like the Lord Jesus. You will live an other-centered life for God and become a self-denying person for Christ's sake. In Jesus Christ, we find the individual and the first exhibition of God's glory. He was a son of man like us, filled with the life of God as the son of God. And we beheld his glory, as John chapter 1 verse 14 says, and the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. And we beheld his glory, full of grace and truth. Now is the time. It is also going to be found in a corporate vessel, in a multiplied version, in an expanded version. Time in this universe and in the human race is for glory to take place. It is the filling. It is for the continuing of the glory. Glory is taking place today in a corporate vessel. According to Ephesians 1.23, he says that it is the body of Christ, the church, the fullness of him that fills all in all. Have you heard this? Jesus Christ is on the earth today in his body, the church. And this body, the church, is the fullness of the one who fills all in all. Oh, dear friend, we are all just waiting to be filled. 
And did you know he wants to fill all of us? And he wants to fill every part of us. Will you open up to him? Today, it is the body of Christ. Tomorrow, in the coming age, it will be the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Matthew 6, the Lord taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come. Then he told us, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory together. The coming kingdom is accompanied with power and glory. Let's read 1 Thessalonians 2, 12. He says that so that you might walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Dear friend, here's a very important verse. Do you know the standard for your life is not right or wrong? It's not good or bad? No! It is the kingdom and it is the glory. Is this to the glory of God? Does this usher in God's kingdom? Does this bring you into God's kingdom? This is the standard of our life. How do you dress? How do you speak? How do you eat? How do you reply to people? How do you treat people? How do you live your daily life? This is the cutting edge verse you need to take. This is the gold verse. So that you might walk in a manner worthy of God. The standard is God. The standard is his kingdom. The standard is his glory. Tomorrow, God's glory will be in the kingdom. And in eternity future, it will be in the new Jerusalem. In Revelation 21, verse 10 to 11, it reads, And he carried me away in spirit unto a great and high mountain, and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. Verse 11 says, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, as clear as crystal. Oh, dear friend, this is good news. One day you will have the glory of God. The new Jerusalem is just you. You start as a clay, but you become a most precious stone, like a jasper stone. And God on the throne also looks like jasper. You will look like him. What a hope, what a destiny, what a glory. Today is the day of filling, of being filled. Human beings are being filled and saturated with God and with the life of God. The, the body of Christ, the church, is made up of human beings. The kingdom will be made up of human beings, sons of God. And the new Jerusalem will be made up of sons of God, brought into glory. Come and be filled with the eternal life of God today. Yes, come. And as the life fills you and saturates you, you'll be daily changed, bit by bit, into his likeness. Just like the firstborn son of God. And you'll move on from one degree of glory to another by his Holy Spirit working in you. We are here, therefore, in this life to have an experience of being filled and being changed. Dear friend, are you filled now? 
today? Are you being filled each day? Did you get filled yesterday? Get filled. Get changed. What shall we say to these things? There's a glory awaiting us. In our next message, God willing, we will see the practical way to be filled with the riches of the glory of this life today to satisfy God. But right now, the Bible has a promise for you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 12 to 13, For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all and rich to all who call upon him. You remember the Lord spoke about a rich man in Luke chapter 12, who was not rich towards God, but today you can be rich towards God. In Luke chapter 12, verse 21, there was a man who was not rich towards God. But in Romans 12, you can be rich towards God. And he says, there's no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all and rich to all who call upon him. Let's add verse 13. He says, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You will participate in God's salvation if you will call upon him. To call upon his name is to invite him into your heart, into your vessel. You will receive his salvation. You will not be put to shame. You will receive glory. Let us read the same chapter again from verse 9 to 14. Romans 10, 9 to 14. It says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart there is believing unto righteousness, and with the mouth there is confession unto salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him shall not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all and rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you will invite the Lord Jesus into your heart today, you will be saved. I want to invite you that we pray together. There's a promise here that you confess with your mouth, you'll be saved. You believe in your heart, God will give you his righteousness. You will start as a saved sinner, a forgiven sinner, a renewed sinner. You will start with another life, more than your human life. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, bless your word that has gone forth and which has been heard. Produce faith in the hearts of many. Call them all to your salvation. Let your Holy Spirit use this word to bring about the new birth in their lives. Give them the divine life, the eternal life, that will put them on the journey to glory. Fill their vessels with God. We ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed, God's word is true.
I'd like you to say after me, Lord Jesus, come into me. Lord Jesus, I receive you. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Lord Jesus, cleanse me. Lord Jesus, give me eternal life. Give me the life of glory. I present my vessel to you. Clean me up and fill me again with your eternal life. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear friend, if you have prayed, God's word is true. He has saved you. Give thanks to him. Give him glory. Your vessel has started filling with God's life. Thank you for joining in today's radio broadcast. God willing, we shall be back same time next week. Blessings to you. Amen. My name is Brother Andy Ade Aqua. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast brought to you by the church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. Fellowship with the church in Accra by joining our virtual Bible study meeting links and fellowships on Sundays 9.30 to 12 o'clock p.m. Wednesdays at 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. and Fridays 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You may contact us for further fellowship and joining links by calling us on 0200-117-222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-9626. Zero seven. The numbers again are zero two zero zero one one seven two 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 or zero two seven four four three three one zero zero or zero two four six nine six two six zero seven. You can send any questions by WhatsApping us on the same numbers. Check us up on the various social media platforms, including podcasts, by searching God's Eternal Purpose Broadcast. The local churches, living for Christ and the church till his kingdom come. Oh,